Hi, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a hard place, so every week we on the show try to make it a little bit more fun, a little bit lighter uh, through a game. I play a game with one contestant who is guaranteed to win because they're the only person or team playing, and I assign them points throughout the game we play based on how much their answers cheer me up. At the end, the winner wins a $100 grand prize donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice. And then we each give a pep talk to a person or a group that we think needs it this week because this isn't all about me. This is just mostly about me. My guest today is a comedian and actor. He's one of those young, hot people you hear about. Welcome to the show, Caleb Heron. Caleb, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for honoring my request to be called a hot young person. No problem. Thank you for acknowledging that it was requested and not just hanging me up to drag me like, Josh is getting very sensual this no, week. No, 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 no. <laughs> Tell the producers to cut out what I said, actually. I want I want the fans to <laughs> know that. Just to sound like, God, Caleb is so hot, I have to mention it in his intro on an audio medium. My next guest is actually making me powerfully horny. Please welcome. <laughs> I am overpowered with sensuality. I think it's just like such a, it would have been such a funny intro for me to just give on my own. People will be able to tell too. They'll be able to tell that I'm hot by my voice. I like to believe I, that. You have a hot voice? I like to believe it, Josh. You do too. That's one thing we Thank have in you. common among many. Perfect. How are you? How are you lately? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, other, good. Generally, I guess. What am I doing? I'm sitting around waiting for life to be normal. I'm mm -hmm. trying to read more. Ooh. Have you read anything good lately? I just finished. Oh God, why can't I remember the name of it? Um, first of all, before I tell you what I just finished, sure. I have to do a preface because I haven't been a books person since college. Okay. The, like the whole time I was in Chicago between um, college and now. I was like, had no free time. So I wasn't a books person. So I'm now trying to read things that a bunch of people have talked about. Right. Yeah. So my reading list is looking like a try hard, like sophomore in college. Right sure. Now. So I, I just finished a, a Kurt Vonnegut book. <laughs> Which one? Uh, uh, the one about um, the Titan moon. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it. Titan, Titan something. Saturn on Titan. Okay. But I don't think I've read that one. It was, it's about, um, well, it's supposed to be about the purpose of life. Sure. And, and in some ways it is, and in some ways it's not. And that's how books go, in my experience. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's so wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, I'm going to write a book called All the Things I Think About Books. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I, I read it because, it, you know, the cover, uh, one of the reviews said, Kurt, I, I think the review was, I mean, this is an insane thing to say about someone's writing. It said, Kurt Vonnegut uh, not only dares to ask what is the purpose of life, but dares even further to answer it. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And I didn't get that from it, I'll be honest. That's fair. I yeah. think, though, maybe that's a blessing. Like, if, if you described a person <laughs> to me, like, if you're like, oh, you've got to meet my friend Eric. He not only dares to ask <laughs> the meaning of life, the purpose of life, but he dares to answer it. I'd be like, I'm good without meeting him. That is how my friends talk about me, I believe, behind my back. They're like, you have to hang out with Caleb. He dares to ask. Uh, what is the purpose of life? <laughs> and then he, and then you're not gonna believe this. He dares to answer it. I love it. Let's get into our game. Our game today is called Spring Check-In. It has recently gone from winter to spring as of the release of this podcast. I want to know what the change of seasons means for you. I've prepared a number of questions about spring weather, activities, and feelings. As always, I will rate your answers based on creativity, accuracy, and how much they delight me specifically. Caleb, Darren, Heron, are you ready to play Spring Check-In? I absolutely am. Great. 
first question. So we know that there is a date on the calendar, right? The the spring solstice. Uh, that is when spring technically starts. But when to you, psychologically, are you like, it's spring now? When does it start for you? Okay. Well, I've really, really, really uh, been thinking about this mm-hmm. because I don't ever pay attention. It's always a surprise to me when um, a season changes and everyone's mm-hmm. like, first day of fall. And I'm like, who says? You know, yeah. I've never been a person who follows the dates. <laughs> It's you can't tell me that you don't get to tell me when it's fall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, is there a crispness in the air? Then I uh, think not. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be the judge of that when I'm around a bonfire with some of my good mm-hmm. friends. How about mm-hmm. that? When a pumpkin says good tidings, <laughs> my lord, good die to you, and then I'll say, now it's fall. Now it's fall. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. When a gay British pumpkin speaks when to me, a gay British pumpkin, I'll say, thank you very much. Me on the street, <laughs> like, oh, I lost track of the year. Anyway, please continue. When I dance with a scarecrow that I found in the street and bring it to life through the magic of love, then I think all things fall. it's fall, yeah. Okay, so when does it feel like spring to me? It feels like spring to me when, do you, are you familiar with, <laughs> are you familiar with the holiday Easter? Be honest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> How Jewish do I look and sound that you're like, living in America, have you heard of Easter? No, no, no. Hear me out, Josh. <laughs> There's this there's this zany little upstart religion called Christianity. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a candy that comes out around Easter that is a carton, an egg carton, mm-hmm. filled with chocolate marshmallow eggs. Yeah. Are you familiar with these? Yes. Okay. So 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 that, that was an actual question. I know you're familiar with Easter. Yes, yes, yes. But when I see those in the store, I love those things. I mean, mm-hmm. I could eat a carton in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. When I see those things out in the stores, that's when I say, we're in spring, baby. We're living yeah, in spring. That's a great answer. I think, like, Easter candy is very indicative of spring, for sure. Yeah, you got, because here's what happens for me all the time. I don't celebrate Easter I'm not, I, because I don't live with my family anymore and I'm not uh, religious. So what always happens is I'll be walking through the store and it's a normal day at the store. You know, you're just there to get your groceries. <laughs> Nothing crazy is yeah. going on here, Josh. This nope. is a normal store day. Just regular. <laughs> and, then, and then you see, you look to your right, and what else would you see but the biggest Easter bunny in the world made of chocolate? Mm-hmm. And then you go, oh, shit, it's Easter candy time. And so you're going to grab your favorite and go home and eat it immediately. Mm-hmm. That's a kind of yes. joy. That's like doing heroin, I think. I bet it is. I bet. When people, uh, like, whenever you see someone doing heroin in a movie, they always say something like, ah, this is like the first Cadbury cream egg of spring. Yeah, uh, people are always saying that when they do heroin around me. (laughs) They're going, God, this is just like eating those chocolate-covered marshmallow eggs. (laughs) This is like so many jelly beans. (laughs) Oh, fuck. uh, I've never done drugs. I've never been, uh, I've never smoked weed. I've never, um, but I'm cool with it. But so I, I really, everything to me is like, you know, when you wake up and stretch really good, I'm mm-hmm. constantly going, that must be cocaine. That right. has to be what cocaine is. Like. I'm also not a drugs person. And I feel like there are so many things that are so mm. uh, small that I take so much pleasure in that yeah. I'm like, if I started doing drugs, I'd be like, yowza. <laughs> like, it would just be immediately, I'd be like, have you guys tried this? This is incredible. <laughs> That's how much I like, like a flavored seltzer. <laughs> no. I, I, I feel the same way as you, though, in all seriousness. The, the, I get such joy from, like, taking a drink of Dr. Pepper that yep. I'm like, I'm not someone that you can trust with meth. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing too much already with sweets. I can't be trusted with the rest of it. It's also, like, last night I was like, I'm going to have one big spoonful of fish food ice cream Ugh. before I start kind of wind down for the night. And then I took, I took two big spoonfuls. No. And then I ate 
two Thin Mints, and then I took two spoonfuls of a different kind of ice cream. Josh. And I was like, this, the, the the havoc that I would wreak on any amount of drugs. Like, I could see myself <laughs> being like, I'm just going to do one heroin. And then just like, I've, I've gone through a whole sleeve of heroin. Is that I'm going to have a small heroin. I'm not going to have the whole box. Yeah. But yeah. then you're there having the whole box. I'll, or, you know what? I'll get a large heroin, but I'll have half tomorrow. That's just meal prep, basically. That's <laughs> my. This is my. I'm gonna have dinner heroin, and then I'll have lunch heroin. Yeah, lunch tomorrow. heroin tomorrow. It, it'll save me time. It'll save me money. And then, Smart. yep. And then I'm bloated and nodded off on the couch by 9 p.m. because I keep going <laughs> back in the refrigerator for little tastes of cold heroin. Just a little bite of heroin. Yeah, not even mm-hmm. popping it in the microwave. Just taking a spoonful out of the fridge. That that point until you hit that point where you're like, this isn't lunch anymore, and then you just do the rest. <laughs> Because you're like, if I try to have this for lunch tomorrow, I'm going to be starved 30 starved. minutes after. Yeah, I'm going to be grumpy. Anyway, great answer to this question. <laughs> that when you see the the marshmallow carton of eggs, the yes. chocolate marshmallow carton of eggs, that is in Spring Begins. This answer is worth 144 points, a dozen dozens. A gross. A gross of eggs. Next question. What is something that you don't do all winter, but you get excited to do in the spring? Now, this is hard for me because, well, I, I, I now live in L.A., but I've lived mm-hmm. in the Midwest my whole life before this. So I, there was never, I've never been a big outdoors person. I don't love okay. the outdoors. And I feel like that's a lot of people's spring thing. But I will say the biggest thing I would look forward to is going on a nice little bike ride. Yeah. That's it for me. You you That's get to nice. it's a it's the first day that it's like 50, 60, mm-hmm. you know. And you got to hop on a bike. I would uh, in Chicago I would rent a, a Divi bike. Shout out to the Divi bike program. I hope they're listening. And they just r- ride around the city. Talk to people. Shout out. Hey, I'll throw a newspaper at someone's door. I don't work for the <laughs> newspaper place. I'll, you know, I'm not a job just recreationally. <laughs> I'll pick one up, throw it at the next door. I do whatever <laughs> I want out there cuz I'm on a bike. Yeah. A bike is like a it's a form of transportation that's also like we're having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's like I'm I'm going somewhere but I'm not taking myself too seriously. Yeah, which is like the opposite of like a minivan, which is or like a <laughs> I guess like a tank is the <laughs> yeah, very opposite. Like, like when like, you're oof. in a tank, yeah, people are like Oh, they're not going anywhere fun. <laughs> but on a bike, it always seems like you're like maybe going to play sandlot baseball with your friends. I, I don't know. And I don't, I don't want to say this as if it's unique to me because it may not be. But I really do, when I'm having a day about town, like when mm-hmm. I'm out bopping around, I got I to gotta stop by this place and grab some stationery. <laughs> I got to stop by here, grab a bag of apples. You know, you know how you have a day. Yeah, sure. You got to write a bunch of letters and then mail them to a bunch of horses because it's Christmas time. You box up the apples. You send them a note on you the station. You know what it's like to have a day. You stop by the haberdashery. You go by yeah. the farmer's market. You take a little nap under a tree and put your hat over your head, smoke a pipe. You know how it is. Right. But I have a, I have a, a when I'm doing that kind of thing, when I'm out and about running errands, mm-hmm. I get really like um, sitcom-y with my like interactions, interactions with strangers. Yeah. Like if I'm riding a bike through uh, through a neighborhood I know really well, I'll, I'll I'll be riding past someone's yard. They're playing with their kid, and I'll be like, "Great day to play outside!" And they're oh, like, sure. "We've never met you. <laughs> Get out yeah. of here." I love that stuff, though. <laughs> I do too. It's, it's so, so special to me. It's so nice. I love like a nice like. I'm not like a person who like if you're in line next to me, I'm not gonna be like the weather we're having and just like launch into a whole conversation. But like I do love. A, like a nice little one of those. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like drive just by. A, 
uh, oh, drive by. That's drive exactly by. right. Yes. A little com- drive by conversation, a, a fun sized conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, um, <laughs> my aunt told me this story one time about a, a guy she would run into in town uh, sometimes, mm-hmm. and and he would just be he would just say something to the effect of like they don't make them like me anymore, and then he would, just, <laughs> he would just keep he would just say some little thing like hey I'm one of the old school guys, and then mm-hmm. he would just keep going, and I'm like that's beautiful. I like the idea of like knowing that you're going to be someone else's story later <laughs> and then just like kind of <laughs> leaning into it. Yeah. That, that you're going to ride past someone on a bike and be like, uh, love your, love your apple tree. And they'll be like, cool. I, I don't know who that guy was, but they're going to mm-hmm. tell someone that that was yelled at them. Yes. I like, I feel like if you like, if I'm like carrying a bag of groceries and I drop them and people see, instead of being like, Oh my shame. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you just like, it's more fun to be like, Fuck my boot. <laughs> and just like, they saw a guy say that. They saw a guy drop all his groceries and go, fuck my boot. Yeah. And then be then like they're gonna like text their their spouse and be like, you'll never believe what this goon said when he dropped his stupid groceries. I I will the the thing that came to my mind when you said that was I I can never forget I was riding the uh, train home from work one day and I was so exhausted and I was in such a bad mood and I was watching this guy next to me text he had really mm-hmm. big font size and I shouldn't mm-hmm. have been reading his text but you know I I wanted to so I did and he was his whoever he was texting had texted him um do we have a Domino's account <laughs> and and what he said back was not anymore <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they said, how come? And he said, long story, call you when off train. <laughs> That's awesome. And, oh, I don't know. I think about it 17 times a day. You got What it. happened? Just like, call him while you're on the train. <laughs> Who said that? Who call said now. that? Call now, call now. <laughs> it's perfect. Well, this this is a great answer. A little bike ride. This answer is worth 150 points. That's how many medium-sized apples are in a bushel. Yes. Next question. What is the spring cleaning task that is most important to you? Uh, I think spring cleaning for me, the only thing I can think of, I don't really uh, participate in spring cleaning. Sure. Uh, Again, you moved away. You're not uh, religious. <laughs> I'm not religious. I'm not around my family anymore. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm no longer Christian. And that's when I would have done that. Um, <laughs> I, I think of swapping out my closet. That's yeah. a big, I would consider it like organizing. I like to, I like to put the real heavy coats and stuff away somewhere. Mm-hmm. I like to just change it in for a little light sweater. You know how yep. it goes. Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. I do. Do you have an item of clothing that you're specifically excited to break out for a spring? Are you like, oh, when this bad boy comes out of the storage bag, it's on. Yes. And here's what it is. It's a combo. It's an outfit. You do not want to run into me on the streets on the day that I have freshly brought out the shorts and sweatshirt combo. Yeah. The shorts and sweatshirt combo, I feel so powerful. Let me tell you why. I have incredible legs. I'll start there. I'll start there. I have really hot legs. (laughs) <laughs> See, this is what we're talking about earlier. You're one of those young hot people. <laughs> I'm one of those young hot people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know how young hot people are constantly going off about their legs. <laughs> All the TikTok kids are talking about their calves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love, I love a good short. Shows off the legs. Uh, mm-hmm. Doesn't make me too hot. A sweater. Um, a little bulky and comfy on top. I don't like yep. anything too tight on my top. So I'm really living when you pull that out. And then. Yep. At night, if it gets a little chilly, you lose the shorts, you throw on some jeans, and you're ready to rock again. Yep. 
It's incredible. It's an incredible combo. As an adult, I've come to love uh, long sleeves, short pants as, as like and that spring as a spring look. I do feel like a sweatshirt or a sweater is a much I, like when someone goes shorts, long sleeve button down. It feels like the only way to complete that is with like a boat shoe, a job in finance, and a fiance you hate. Absolutely. And that was almost my story. I, <laughs> I, I, that, that was a big, that was a big look for me in college when I was, was in it fraternity. Really? Yeah. I would do that. Oh yeah. It's a very fraternity look. Boat shoe, short shorts, long sleeve button down. It's a game day look. You wear that to the game. Football game. Yes. Absolutely. Classic. Classic. But sometimes you have to step away from heterosexuality. Everyone does eventually. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's just, you'll know when it's time. You'll know when it's time. Sometimes you have to step away from heterosexuality. (laughs) Sometimes it's time. Everyone gets their time and you'll know. I love this answer. Spring cleaning, swapping out the clothes, shorts on the bottom, sweater on top. This answer is worth 400 points. Yes. Yeah, because this is like, it's a classic look. And it is, like, adjusted for inflation from, like, when things were classic. It's feeling like a million bucks. So it's, like, what a million bucks now was in, like, 1890. 12 cents. Yeah. 12 cents. 12 cents. Yeah, that's what it would be. I know that I have the conversions memorized. It would have been 12 cents. Next question. If you were going to perform a Springsteen, which I consider driving away from a town, presumably after a high school graduation, but not always, where would you be leaving where would you be driving away from? And what would you say in the place of the Thunder Road lyric, it's a town full of losers, I'm pulling out of here to win? Oh, you know what I want to be doing? I want to be driving, I want to be driving a motorcycle. I want to pull out of, um, you know, in mountain towns like Big Bear, mm-hmm. how those little um, country stores that sell beef jerky and stuff, Yep, they just have like a gravel lot that kind of mixes in with the highway and it's barely oh, yeah. its own thing. I want to be just ripping out of one of those, but I want it to be um, specifically the the way that mountain towns have like specific beef jerky stores. Sure, it's nothing else. It's just like Mount fam- Pete's famous mountain beef jerky, and you're yep. like, if it was famous, I'd know. Yeah. So you I would be, be one of the three beef jerkies I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, it's like, babe, you'd be in gas stations. Yeah. Um, but you know, you like you like it. Okay, maybe, maybe like local celebrity. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're famous here, but I've heard of Jack's Links, babe, and I haven't heard of you. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. I would have a saddle. I would have uh, saddlebags on the side yep. of my motorcycle filled with Pete's famous beef jerky because I love sports small biz. And I would be ripping. I love a beef jerky, sweet and hot teriyaki. You don't even get me started. Doesn't matter. Brisket doesn't matter. So I would have saddlebags filled with BJ, and I would be ripping out of this gravel parking lot. And I think I would say something really cool like, um, you know, after a while, crocodile, or something yep. something that indicates I'm going to come back. Oh, that's nice. So it's not, you're not leaving, like, in spite or no. in, with bitterness. You're <laughs> leaving, like, it's been good, and, and good times will return. Zero acrimony. My, my situation <laughs> with Pete's beef jerky stand is definitely yeah. more of a... You know, it, it's thank you for what you gave me, but it's time for me to ride on. Yeah, yeah. I got to leave behind the the shop. I can't stay at this jerky store forever. I can't stay here. I gotta go. I gotta go. I want to be on Broadway. I gotta get out of here, <laughs> and I gotta leave behind. I gotta leave behind beef jerky, and I gotta leave behind heterosexuality. 
It's time. Sometimes you have to walk away from heterosexuality. Other times you leave it behind while you're on a motorcycle. Every time, other times you bike away from it with saddlebags full of jerky. <laughs> full of beef jerky. Which is not the way people imagine walking away from heterosexuality. Everyone has to have their own journey. A lot of people think it's a sachet, but for me, it's a motorcycle. <laughs> motorcycle beef jerky. saddlebags full of beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> Living your truth. <laughs> big time. But I'll be back. I'll be yeah. back to dabble in 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 the beef jerky stand and also in heterosexuality if that's what's called for. You hey. never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Who knows where the open road's going to take you? <laughs> hey, you got look at what you've got a, a motorcycle with a uh, tank full of gas. You've got saddlebags full of beef jerky. You never know where you could end up. Reno. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know you can and go to Reno. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only. <laughs> You're going to Reno. Hey, that's as good as any place. Hey. Come now. We'll go to Reno. Why not? Start a new life. Gotta start a new life. When you get to Reno, you leave your old life behind. There's two things I know in this life. Only. Two only. Okay. Number one, every single person will have to step away from heterosexuality at some point. (laughs) Every person? Every single person. (laughs) Not not permanently. It might just be for a fleeting thought. It might be for one night of fun. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, I got it. Might be for a couple months in college. Yeah. At some point, everybody's got to step away from heterosexuality. That's thing number one. That's thing number one. And that's a big thing about spring to me. It usually happens in spring. <laughs> <laughs> and thing number two is, babe, when you get to Reno, time to start over. Clean time slate. Time to start over. It's New tabula life. rasa in Reno. Tabula mm-hmm. Reno. Tabula Reno. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Incredible answer. This answer is worth, honestly, is whatever you want it to be because this is your new start, your fresh start. Do I get to say the points? Yeah. This answer is worth one point, but yep. it's the kind of it's the kind of point where you go, oh shit. Most yeah. people don't even get a point. One point. I think that's a great choice. I think it's humble, it's modest, but I'm going to treat it like that is worth 550 make my day points, just for my own scorekeeping. Next question. What is the best season? This to me is a hands down, no brainer, zero questions asked, cannot be disputed. Anybody who disagrees is uh, in in real hot water. Okay. Uh, I would say Strong best words. season. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I start. <laughs> the way I answer any question ever, by the way. <laughs> if you disagree with me, you're in big trouble, Mister. Big trouble, Mister. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of like a like an adult Michelle Tanner. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump the brakes there, Mister. You have to agree with me now. <laughs> Uh, fall. Gotta be fall. Gotta be autumn. Beginning of autumn. Mm-hmm. It is uh, so beautiful. Fall to me is so fun. Hay rides, bonfires, pumpkin patches, mm-hmm. um, bringing out that denim jacket that you love that you you wore a little bit during the summer, but it didn't ever feel right when you put it on. Um, little cough drop. Have a little. Have a little. Have a little. Uh, Hall's cough <laughs> drop because your throat's getting a little sore. <laughs> I feel like your your reasons for loving fall. Although I agree with all of them. Big jump from reason two to three. Big drop off there from denim jackets to cough drops. And also, I will add to that. There is not a single person on earth. You could not provide me evidence to the contrary of what I'm going to say. There's not a single person on earth that doesn't look hotter in layers. Yeah. Everybody looks well, hotter in so layers. You have so many options in fall, right? The layering options. Yes. It's it's the it's a it's a tee with an open button down with like yep. a little jacket and then even a heavier mm-hmm. jacket if you need it. You just never yep. know. Yes. Yes. You it is you're at your most customizable. 
Exactly. You can do anything. And it's all of your clothes start to take on new meaning. Like that like ugly t-shirt that has a stain on the side that you'd never wear in summer because there's a stain. You got now a cardigan over that, you, you slob. <laughs> it's under something. That's exactly correct, Josh. Thank That's you for right. saying that. That's right. But you can't get rid of it. It's so comfy. The t-shirt. It's soft. And you know, Very you know soft. when you when you get the stain on it, as soon as the stain happens, you drop a chili dog on your side and you go <laughs> and you go, fuck it. That's a fall shirt now. Yep. Fuck my boot. This shirt's coming back out in late September. <laughs> fuck my darn boot. I'm gonna wear this thing in October. <laughs> Is that what FMDB stands for when I see it on the internet? You're fuck always my seeing darn it. Boot. Yeah, that's what it always means. It means fuck my darn boot. I think it was. Somebody's catchphrase. I think John Wayne used to say that. John Wayne, yeah, he definitely said that. He'd be, he would like show up in a town. He'd take off one boot, hold it up to the toughest guy in town. He'd be like, "Well, fuck my darn boot, son." And, and then if the guy was strong enough to fuck the boot, he won. <laughs> he, was the, he, was, he got he to keep the being West. the big guy. That's he, how the West was won. <laughs> he got to keep being the big guy in town. But however, if he if he couldn't make love to that boot. That's John Wayne's town, baby. <laughs> yeah, John Wayne gets the pink slip to the town because you couldn't fuck his darn boot. <laughs> <laughs> um, wonderful. Well, this this is a great answer. Fall, huge answer. Just a, a delightful time of year. This answer is worth 100 points for the percent of the year I would love for it to be fall, 100%. And that brings us to the end of our game of spring check-in. Caleb Heron, your total score is 1,344 points, <laughs> which is the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. How do you feel? I feel, God, I feel good. I feel good. Um, accomplished, and I feel most most importantly, Josh, I, I don't use this word uh, lightly, and I want you mm-hmm. to know that. I feel worthy. I do feel worthy. You are worthy. You deserve this. <laughs> As this week's champion, you have won a $100 grand prize donation to the charity or aid cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? I would adore it if the money was going to KC Tenants. Uh, it's a great organization in Kansas City. Uh, they're fighting for accessible and equitable and fair housing in, in Kansas City, Missouri, a place that's very special to me. They're great. That's wonderful. I will put the information in the show notes and on the social media. Um, that's really exciting. Now, finally... For this episode, the pep talks. Caleb, you and I will each give a pep talk to someone we think could use it or a group that we think could use it this week. I'll go first. My pep talk is for the first guy wearing shorts when it's 45 degrees out. Hey, man. Maybe you don't even need this pep talk. After all, you've got the confidence to take on both the elements and people's expectations for seasonal fashion. You have the moxie to dress for the weather you want, not the weather you have. In many ways, that's ridiculous, but in some fewer ways, it's commendable. Someone's got to be the first, right? Every year, one person has to be the first one to walk out the door having decided, no longer will my calves remain sheathed in prisons of fabric. It is time to feel the breeze on my shins. Someone has to take the initial plunge. And why not you? Why not now? People love to talk about forward thinkers, but what's more forward thinking than mentally advancing yourself to the next season of the year? As many stairs as you draw, and as many snickers as are cast your way, you know the truth. Life doesn't start on the first actually warm day of the year. It's happening now. And sometimes when you see a chance to absorb a morsel of joy, you take it before it's ripe. Sometimes that means telling someone you love them. Sometimes that means quitting a job. And sometimes it means breaking out an old pair of mesh shorts while the last dregs of snowbanks haven't even fully evaporated. Although 
if you are wearing them with sandals and no socks before it's 50 degrees, that's just showing off. Caleb, the floor is yours for a pep talk. I would like to dedicate my pep talk to everybody who has gained a little bit of weight or a lot of bit of weight during quarantine. Hey, listen to me, okay? I have gained some weight during quarantine. And there are a lot of people saying um, it's okay. You don't need to worry about it. But there are also a lot of people that are getting really fit because we're about to go back out into the world and they want to uh, feel their best and, and look uh, their best, they think. Um, and so you're getting two very conflicting narratives. It's okay you gain some weight and then also get get ripped, at least in my friend circles, get, get in good shape before the world opens back up. And here's what I want to tell you. You are so hot. Uh, uh, no matter what you do, if you lose the weight, if you lose some of it, not all of it, if you gain some more, you're so hot already that everyone is going to love you even more than they did before quarantine. And um, that if you are trying to lose a little bit of weight, you're doing great. I'm doing it with you because that's in, that's the space I'm in. I'm trying to lose a little bit of it, but you don't need to. You're hot. You're going to heaven, most importantly, unless you don't believe in it. And then you don't have to. And you're going to be a billionaire. Every single fat person <laughs> before they die will be a billionaire. And that's something I solemnly believe. So keep after it. Um, never change unless that's something you're into. And then I guess go for it. Uh, lose the weight. Don't lose the weight. None of it matters because you're already hot and people love you. Ciao. Incredible. What a, a wonderful pep talk. I think that's beautiful. It, it's encouraging. I think people will be delighted to hear it. Thank you so much. Th that's been the show. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you to this week's champion, Caleb Heron. Caleb, where can people find you and your work if they're looking for more of you? Oh my God. They uh, come to LA, find me on the street, freaking <laughs> give me a hug and say hello. If you want to find me on the internet, I'm Caleb Says Things Everywhere. And, and also, you can email me if you can get my email, but I'm not giving it out here. Perfect. Um, <laughs> this is terrific. Yeah, don't email. Don't try to email Caleb. You don't know him. You're not friends. Just. Just go to Caleb Says Things. If you have your own answers to today's game of Spring Check-In, tweet them at me at, at Josh Gondelman or at the show at Make My Day Pod. If you'd like to donate to Caleb's charity of choice, Casey Tenants, I will make that information readily available. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, recorded and edited by Kat Iosa, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, Please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. <laughs>